Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. I don't want to grow up. Fine, because you want some fun. Jurassic Park. Now playing the game of everything. Echo goggles with Echo Bomber. Neutron Blaster and Water Zapper. Each sold separately. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Starkiller Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. He loves you. God loves you. God loves each and every one of you. Jake, don't you feel that way? No, I don't. Okay. Sorry. There he goes again. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. This is episode 106. Yes, we are is. live here in Atlanta, Georgia, as always. And for not the first time ever, for the same as always, but I wouldn't have it any other way, I want to introduce you to my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. Hey, what's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. What's up? <laughs> oh, Jake, take your time. It's like pulling teeth with this one. Jake, I... Get with it. Get I, with it. Here's the thing. Jake I is Jake in... Jake was just going to get up and leave. Jake is in full uh, Quint gear right now. There he is. And, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get a stranger uh, on the really. podcast. Well, what do you... Jake... Jake's not in full yeah. Quint gear, but he's in, like, casual Quint. Yeah. Sure. Young, okay. Younger Quint, maybe. Younger okay. Quint. When he was just yeah. hanging out before. So I had this theory today. And if I've had this theory before, please Baby forgive me. Point. But um, is Helen Hunt and Twister, her character is a lot like Quinn. She's been wronged by nature. <laughs> and is she? She's out for a tornado. A tornado, like a shark, took everything from her. And she made it her okay. business come hell or high water. To hunt down said tornado. Because I have talked about this before. I think that the F5 twister at the end of the movie twister is the same tornado that took her dad (laughs) when she was six years old. So you're thinking that a tornado can manifest and just sustain itself and then return? Hey, it was in hiding. It was in hiding. If a shark can live for 100 years, why can't a tornado? I mean, we give them names. It's literally science. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Hold on, Abby. I'm calling you. Wait, we don't give them names? We don't give tornadoes names. We should. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just go out there and say, I think we should name them all, especially the F. Every tornado. Matters. So with a hurricane, it develops over like a, a couple of weeks. Tornadoes can happen instantaneously. So maybe somebody's job could be... There needs to be an app that's a tornado name generator. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, yes, Hapson's going to start that. Yeah, so it's like, all right, guys, uh, this just in from Fulton County. We've got a tornado warning. We need a name. Kathy. All right. All right. Uh, okay, Kathy's already gone. 
False alarm. Uh, welcome everybody to Yes Have Some podcast. It's the Fourth of July. Abby, how are you? Uh, how are you celebrating the Fourth? I want to celebrate by using the tornado name generator, but it doesn't exist yet. Um, but honestly, I'm going to celebrate by lighting some fireworks after we finish recording um, that I've been saving since last year. I have like a stash, so well, it's still daylight right now, so we got some time. Yeah, we've got time. Uh, Jake, anything special yeah. for your Fourth uh, of July celebration? Um, you know, no. Okay. Just any, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't really do anything special. Fourth of July just reminds me of uh, of Jaws, and sometimes I'll 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 watch Jaws or at least think about it. Mm-hmm. I, but that's uh, that's pretty much as far as my Fourth um, of July celebrations go. I just don't care. Well, maybe we'll have some fireworks on the show tonight. That'll that'll suffice. Probably they'll, they'll they they set them off around here too. Like they've been they've been going off like since Friday. People have been hey. every night. Since I'm gonna Friday, drop some months. audio fireworks. I was hoping guys. our chemistry would be making oh, fireworks. I like that. Okay. Um, well, listen. I'm glad you brought up Jaws. Um, there's a couple Jaws things I wanted to talk about right off the top. Abby, what are you busting open? Uh, a, a Coke Zero. I got stressed, but it's a Coke Zero. Okay. Hey, what's the name on the side of that thing? Uh, let's take a peek. See, soulmate. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> they, I'm everyone's soulmate. Hey, they've given up the uh, the Coca Cola name generator has stopped trying. No, they're just like here, here, soulmate. They're just they're just naming it after the first thing they see. Like I, I opened it's like up the a, what we're all after collection. My microphone. Bo- <laughs> I bought a Coke the other day. I looked at the side. It just Skype said working. it just said post office. Like, okay. Um, what? A, okay. Psychologically, I feel like I should be smarter than the marketing for Coke, but I get very excited trying to find my own name on the can of a Coke. Mm-hmm. What is? Yeah. That? Is that? Am I a simple? Am I a Forrest Gump? I mean, everybody wants to I see themselves probably, represented. I think probably a lot of people get excited for seeing their name. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, like do you go thing. through the whole like line of them? I go through like all of them. I'm, I'm so dumb. I'm looking. For, I, and I, then not buy them. Yeah. You just like. Just touch them all. You go no, through, like, I got to no. look through the Cokes first. Hold on, mom. I got to look through the Cokes. And then like, you don't get, you don't buy a Coke. I, like, he's coming. I'm I keep having like, I don't know. I think like in the back of my mind, I'm like, what if I find one that just says like, Peter Venkman? I knew you were going <laughs> You never know. It could be a trickster. John Locke. John. Wait, why haven't they done an exclusive? Artist says, like, like, we have to go back, Kate. Ooh, I love Lost. Ooh. I do a like Lost, Lost, like a Dharma Initiative soda bottle collection with the names on them? I just want, I want to find one that says Mr. Wait, DNA. is there not a Dharma drop box that's a monthly box service of, like, Lost memorabilia? There wouldn't be enough subscribers. we're going to start it. I think, we're a few, I think we're a few years past that. Behind. Cool. Oh. It's like, oh, cool, I got my Dharma box in the mail. What was it? Peanut butter. Ranch Toilet paper. dressing. <laughs> I still want it. <laughs> oh, what'd you get? A, a compass? A, yeah. Just a oh, giant God. jar of warm mayonnaise. Yeah. With a Dharma logo. A fish biscuit. Oh, God. <laughs> Sawyer, you son of a bitch. Listen. Hey, normal episode. Hey, to, there's a new listener right now listening going, whoa, I like this podcast. They talked about Lost and Twister. In two weeks, they're going to be <laughs> hey, like, I'm fucking oh, sick of this. So sick of it. Every episode. <laughs> Opening light discussion. It's like our icebreaker combos. I wanted to, no, but for real, I wanted to bring up Josh. Hey, we should, <laughs> hey, we should, no, Craig, we should start putting that in the description of every episode. This week, we talked about Lost and Twister, but put that in, in every, every put yeah. that. At the end of the description the for every episode. It's always hard when people are like, oh, cool, you have a podcast, what's it about? And then I'm like, 
It's like almost like I'm ashamed to tell them. Like, Stick well, around for a Gremlins free pitch. <laughs> yeah. In the end of every. Um, what we're saying is we no. Here's the deal. I wanted to talk about Jaws with you guys. Um, hot take: Jaws is getting more popular. Somehow, mm-hmm. I have seen. Take? It's not a hot take, other than the fact that it's July. Uh fucking Jesus! Uh, I have seen. Okay. I know Mondo put out the uh, the Jaws print, and it, it was a big discussion among our friends and everything. Uh, but just like on social media, I've seen so many people post the picture of the mayor from Jaws with the, yeah, for with the yesterday for Christ's sake. Tomorrow's the Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall Definitely. seeing that in years past as much. Yeah. Okay. It's out there. It's I in mean, the social consciousness. How does that life. happen though? Like, what Jaws is now for forty? I don't years. know. The, the movie's. Yeah, the movie's been out for a long time. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's just part of uh, algorithms and maybe you're just starting to see, you know, more of that, those people on Instagram because that's the kind of stuff you're into. I don't know, but I I feel the same way. Yeah, I guess Jaws poster and Stranger Things or something. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what would also, like, show or reveal the movie to people who may not have seen it, like, why it would get more popular. I like the idea of some, like, 14-year-old watching Stranger Things and going, what is that poster? There's a shark on it. I'm checking that out. That seems interesting. (laughs) Uh, Either way, it's a really good movie, so it makes sense that it's picked up steam and appreciated in value. Well, I've come to the conclusion over the last couple years, Jaws is the greatest film that's ever been made. Yeah. It is. Is I think it's probably the most watchable and rewatchable film that I can think of. There's very few movies that I can watch uh, as soon as it's over, just, like, like, go again. Like, Jaws, Back to the Future. Even Jurassic Park, like, I like watching Jurassic Park, like, once or twice a year. I don't want to just have it on repeat. Jaws is like, I don't know, there's something different, something special about that. You heard it here, folks. Jaws is good. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. No yes. one's ever said it before. Jaws Bre- is a good movie. Hey, we think Jaws is pretty good. Breaking news Robert Shaw can act. <laughs> He's good. Hey, there's, you know what? There's a documentary about Robert Shaw. Um, you can, it's on YouTube, and yeah, I just it's Googled. called Jaws. Or I just, I just looked up documentary on Robert Shaw, and like that's what it's called. It pops right up. Okay, it's like a, it's about an hour long, and it's, it's a lot of interviews with people, um, that knew him, that like lived in his town, and uh, you know, they, they, they show his house, and they just talk about like his life, his death, and it's got interviews with, um a few of his children and, you know, some relatives. And it, it's a cool little, like, it's, it's a pretty interesting thing. You know, it's not just about his involvement with Jaws. That's a part of it, but, um, it's pretty cool. And one of his kids, um, is in, I sent a picture to you guys. He looks just like him. And he's like in the, in the documentary, he's got like just the mustache. And I'm like, he's basically dressed like he's got the Quint facial hair right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. I was like, I want to see him dress like Quint. It would be cool. Is it, what did but, you find? Uh, it's worth watching. Is it's it on called... YouTube. Like if you, if you type in documentary on Robert Shaw, it's like the first thing that pops up. It looks like there's a couple different ones. Cause Abby just, what was the one you just found? There was something that was like an Atlanta symphony thing that I don't think was it called man of many voices. I don't, I don't think that was the right film. Okay. So cool. I'm going to do well, either way. Or... Robert Shaw, Abby, you, uh, you came to jaws later in life. What, what, a, what about it? A composer yeah, Robert Robert Shaw. She's going to play. So, I, Hey, hey I just, different guy. I, I just, I just typed in documentary on Robert Shaw. It's the first hit and yeah. it is called 
documentary on Robert Shaw. So we've covered power. the ground. Dude, There's a documentary about Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. <laughs> I want to drop Thank this. Thank you. I am so ready to drop. What about Jaws did you gravitate to when you first saw it? When did you first see Jaws? I first saw Jaws within the last uh, five years, honestly. Um, and when I saw it, it was one of those movies that my immediate thought was, like, why the fuck haven't I seen this? Um, why wasn't this part of our childhood, like, regimen? Because it makes sense, um, because it's like a, it's like a dude, like, like, awesome, strong movie. Like, it, when I watch it, it has, like, all the elements of, like, a very well done, scary, funny, like, the, all the, just from the very beginning, like, it's, it's funny and it feels real, the way that, like, you know, people are talking over each other, all that, like, classic Spielberg stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just... It's just, it feels lived in and real and all the things that I love and it's, it's frightening and moving and inspirational. But beyond that, like once you see it the first time, when you go and read about it, there's like, it's like a, a template and like a, 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 a fucking book for people to learn from. Like there's books written about it, obviously the production and stuff. And like, it's a huge, yeah. it's just got a lot of stories and cool lore and shit. So yeah. I'm and into I, it. I think the coolest thing and the most interesting thing uh, outside of the film itself is that like. Uh, the production, the book about the production could basically be called like how to not make a movie. Um, and then it turns out to be like one of the greatest films of all time. Uh, well, Testament, that, the book that you're, the book that you're talking about there is yes. called Jake. Has um, it. It's called documentary do about Robert Shaw. <laughs> it's called the jaws log. There you go. There you go. And it is written. This book was written by Carl Gottlieb who okay. um, is in the movie. He's like one of the council dudes. And he also wrote, um, he like co-wrote the screenplay. And um, this book is like all about what it was like being on, like it is like a, it literally is like a, how to make a movie. And there are directors like Eli Roth. I've seen Eli Roth talk about this book a lot. Kevin Smith, like a lot of people talk about like this book having information in it that like film school doesn't teach you. And they're like, like, you know, they talk about like using this book a lot. So, uh, yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of stuff that happened, you know, in the production of Jaws that people have learned from and, and are still like telling stories. Yeah. Like going against the odds and filming out on the water was something that is, was difficult, but like just, just the fact that it was filmed out on the sea, like it gives it that feeling of like that huge scope and space and like believability. So, I mean, it's it's why the Jaws sequels don't feel the same. It's real. Yeah. (laughs) They should put your review on the poster. I think Jaws. it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. It's real neat. It's real hey, neat. Speaking of, I'm getting this sign next week. What? Talk getting to us. Tell us everything. Carl, Carl Gottlieb is going to be a shark con. Oh, so I'm bringing this book oh is shark con next week? Yeah, it's like well, Holy it's like uh, it's like not this weekend but next weekend, the okay. 14th and the 15th. Well, you'll have to give us a full report of the goings on at Shark Con because yeah, yeah I will. <laughs> Dude, how Good. annoyed is everyone going to be at the left shark costumes? That do you think are people wearing costumes to this convention? I don't. I, I probably. I, I. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it's. I mean, it's not just like a. I mean, there there are a few. There's like four Jaws people that are going to be there. There's like there's like some Sharknado people, but for the most part, it is like people who you know work with aquariums or actually work with sharks or who are divers. It's like pretty much a, a convention just about sharks in general. I really wish so LL I don't Cool think J was going to be there. Yeah, for, I wish Andrew Schaefer I, was He would be there. a good guest. I don't think it's I don't think it's like a convention where people dress up. Though, okay. 
I did just shave my beard. Yeah, you gotta so go you as Quinn. You have I to. might go as Quinn. I You're think make it might killing. be outside, so that's gonna be awful. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is just bring my stuff with me. Wait, hold on. I want to examine yeah. something. I feel like you always have your stuff with you. Abby just coffee. said Jake's gonna make a killing. Are you implying that Jake will be collecting money from people? I don't know. Just as quick. Cool. Get... a little tray. <laughs> I'll just have a little tray up. Fun Quinn's next adventure. Hey. I could probably just bring a table and sit at a table and, and charge just like, for photos. They won't even <laughs> notice. Yeah. Hey, is Richard Dreyfus going to be there? They just yeah. make a documentary. Richard Dreyfus is going to be there. There's um there's a VIP thing going on that will get you um um into like a special Jaws talk. Like only people who are VIP can. There, there's going to be a panel, but then there's another like Q and A with, with Richard Dreyfus that's only for the VIP. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, Susan Blackline is going to be there. Susan Boyle is going to be there. Yeah, Susan Boyle. uh, Nice. Carl Gottlieb. (laughs) And um, (laughs) the the guy who played uh, Hendrix is going to be there. Okay. Um, Cool. Uh, Before we move on, I wanted to recap some Jurassic Park stuff. Jake, um, I don't think you ever – we've had a really busy couple weeks. So obviously Jurassic World came out. And then last week we had Trevor Morgan on from Jurassic Park 3. Yes, um, we did, yeah. He was an awesome guest. We fought through a couple audio issues, but we made it through. We got really good feedback. Uh, people seem to really enjoy uh, uh, listening to Trevor. It's, it's interesting. He's a person. He's an actor, and he's still pursuing an acting career. He's doing filmmaking and directing mm-hmm. now. Um, but he's in some really big movies. Yeah. And, and – when I think about things like that happened in my childhood, I'm thinking about like going on vacation with my parents and just regular normal childhood stuff. But it does feel like a lifetime ago. And it's weird. Like, you know how it's weird when you watch a home movie of yourself? You're like, oh, look, it's me as a child. I don't remember this, but I can see clearly that it happened. Mm-hmm. But it must be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like he has very vivid memories of these times making these movies, but also there's a chance he could be flipping through the tra- channels and Jurassic Park 3's on and it's just like, oh, look, <laughs> he just. I'm yeah. there. There I am. With fuck, I feel we're. I definitely want to have him back on because we didn't. We covered a lot of ground, and we just talked about movies and. Yeah, I want to have him back on because he. I felt like he was cut from the same cloth as all of us. Like, yeah, he's like he he, he's funny and and yeah. he's got a really good sense of humor about. Um, like he knows it's kind of ridiculous that he's in the Patriot in the Sixth Sense. Like he's like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like. Uh, but I wanted to ask him a little bit more about working with Sam Neill. I want to know about uh, some of the more specifics of uh, being on set and, and what the day-to-day was like. Because, like, you're working with, I don't know, these are, like, William H. Macy and, and Tia Leone. And obviously, when he was talking about being handpicked by Steven Spielberg and Kathy Kennedy, yeah. um, mm-hmm. that's just not something I can personally relate to. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Like, I can't even get picked for a fucking softball team. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although Kathy Kennedy might be coaching softball soon, she's gonna need something to do. I play on that team. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> yeah. We don't have to go there, but like the reports are saying, like Disney, Bob Iger, like they're not it's happy. Her. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't home. know if you guys have heard. Star Wars is I not have. in a good place right now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't need anybody else <laughs> to tell me to know that Star Wars is not in a good place because yeah. I've seen the last two movies. Ooh. Fucking jeez, Louise. Okay, but um, Jake, I wanted to um, so we'll have Trevor Morgan back on. If you haven't listened to the episode last week, I definitely uh, think you should head to either iTunes or whichever uh, podcast app you use to get your your weekly downloads and and check out uh, 
the interview with Trevor. I wouldn't even call it an interview. We just we were just chatting with him. He was a he was a good mm-hmm. dude. Uh, Jake, you were down in Florida for another Jaws related thing a couple weeks ago, and uh, we never got a chance to really recap that. So why don't you? Yeah. Uh, why don't you oh, you you tell that story? And while you do that, I'm going to watch this documentary about Robert Shaw that everybody's <laughs> raving about. I'm going to try to find the right one. Okay. It's, oh, hey, it's the doc. It's the one that's called Documentary on Robert Shaw. Uh, what an inspired title. It sounds like I came up with the, the name of that. Documentary. Like, people don't realize, like, when we were coming up with Yes, Have Some, Just the original. the easy thing. My original idea was, like, how about Craig, Abby, and Jake talk about things and movies? And yeah, other stuff. That's what, that's mm. what that was your first it, title. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jake, tell us about your trip to Destin, Florida. Um, yeah, a few weeks ago. Uh, so, a, a, an acquaintance of mine, uh, Michael Smith, wrote a book on like the making of Jaws Part Two. Okay. Um, and he, you know, the book came out I think last year, and uh, he was releasing um, like an expanded edition, and I, I. I never picked up the first one. I was being a bad Jaws fan. I never picked up the first one. It's I was okay. like, "Oh, it I'll get the, I'll it get happens. the expanded." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "I was like, I'm gonna, I'll get this expanded edition." And um, I saw Michael posting like, "Hey, we're gonna do um, like a a, a book release, uh, a signing um, in Destin, Florida, which is where a, a good portion of Jaws two was filmed." And I was like, "Wait, that's." That's not too far for me. Mm-hmm. Why have I never been to the Jaws two filming locations? Because they're, you know, they're like almost just as far away as like you guys are. It's like it was about about, about four hours. You right. know? Yeah. So I took the I took the day off work, and then I also realized like this book signing is also on like the fortieth anniversary of Jaws two. It was like on the anniversary. Um. So I rode down, I drove down, uh, like early in the morning, got up early, got there. Um, I got there like way before the signing was going to happen. So I, w- I went ahead and tried to check out a few locations. There's like a, there's a, there's a bar in town where they filmed a few scenes and there's like a, there's like a plaque inside that says, you know, as seen in Jaws too. And, and it's the same, like the bars changed a little bit and I think it's even like moved, but the inside is the same section. Okay. That's cool. And you can, you can look, you can look at the, the screenshots of the movie. It's the same like shit in there. So I went in there, check that out. Um, there is a, a boat that's used in jaws Two That is just like that charter uses at the desk. Like it belongs to like a, a dive charter. Um, so you can just go to the Destin Harbor and find that boat. And it's like, they still use it, but the boat was in the movie. Um, I love so that. I went down. To the, I, I wish that happened. It's such a weird thing. They have a sign that says like, as seen in Jaws 2. Like how funny and, would it be um, if like you're at like Hertz Rent-A-Car and you're like, oh, we'll just take, you know, like an SUV for the family. And they pull around like a, yeah. a Jurassic Park Explorer. Yeah. Like, yeah. This was, in, this was in the movie. You're like, what? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird because I went down, I went down to the Harbor to find it and it was gone. Like there, I found where it was supposed to be. I found the sign that had the name of the boat. It said jaws two on it, but it was like, they were using it. They were out on like a tour. So I was like, Oh, fuck. I went to the signing and then I came back and it was there, but I was reading, like what they use that boat for. And it's one of those things where they take you out 
and you can you can dive without knowing how to scuba dive. It's like they have the you know like a tube attached to you, so you so you're still breathing the air. Okay. And I was like, so this boat was used in the movie. I I'm pretty sure for a scene where there are divers. I don't know if I would want to get in this boat and go out in the water and die. Yeah, like it's a little weird. That's yeah. asking for it. I yeah, feel like exactly. Um, like I'm not like. <laughs> also, how old is it? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. like it's at least forty years old. It's a forty year old boat. I want to get a different boat. Yeah, like I, it's kind of like, like preserve that one. boat. I want to buy boat. that I'll bar. Stand in it, but I'm not going out. Like preserve we talked, we talked, we talked in the past. Like, would you stay overnight at the camp where they filmed Friday the Thirteenth? And, and my right, answer right. is no, no, absolutely. I, don't, I wouldn't. Well, wait. That's but here's stupid. the thing. I don't have here's that thing in me. Here's the thing. I would because Jason's not real. Okay, sharks are real. Okay, <laughs> sharks are in the ocean. Yes, all the time, and they're mad about the Jaws franchise. So they're they're mad. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the they're like, hey, used, we're good people. The screen, they don't like that boat. <laughs> sharks are good people, but they don't like that boat. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, like that. I so I get to the signing, and first of all, the signing is in like a little museum, like a little tiny. Uh, it's like in the Destin History. And fishing museum. So, uh, yes. But there, there are a few. Um, they got a few like Jaws, some Jaws two memorabilia in there. Um, some props. They have one of the original like clackers. You know, okay. Is that what they're called? Um, sure. Yeah. I have know, one of I don't the know what you're talking about. What's a noisemaker? Oh, that thing. You know, like a, you know when you make a movie and it's like. Oh, the clacker. Oh, yeah, the, that, yeah thing. that thing. That thing. And yeah, the see, clacker. Clacker. Um, cracker. Yeah. They had one of those in there. Um, so the problem, though, is that we're getting into it. We're here's, getting into the, here's stre- the stressful hey, part. Here's the stress. Here's the stress part. I'm talking to Michael Smith. I haven't. I, I've met him in person before um, on Martha's Vineyard. I hadn't seen him since then, so I was like kind of catching up with him a little bit. And uh, and he goes like, "Yeah, the books aren't here." And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did you like leave him in the hotel or something? He's like, no, they're lo- they're gone. There's no books. And I was like, what? Like so they never came in. The books, I guess, got lost in shipping or something. Oh I, I don't know, like the complete specifics of it, but um, I don't know certain measures to make sure you had books for the book signing didn't line up somehow and there were no book they like right. the books were never they were supposed to be delivered to the museum they couldn't find them they couldn't get a hold of yeah. like i mean track what are you the books track? did not show like a... but it's like this kind of thing could happen this is not it's not like this is like a, a, it a, a new york times best this is a book about jaws 2 and it's a small i'm sure it's like there's yeah. probably a diy aspect to it so you mm-hmm. know things no i think it, yeah. i think that's exactly what happened they had to get the book sh- it just it didn't it didn't work the books didn't show up i don't know why i don't know like what the specifics are but there were no books so i'm like oh and he's like he felt he felt he was i, I mean he, i'm sure he was embarrassed about it you know like he's doing a book signing it's the 40th anniversary I drove four hours, you know, right, I, right. I don't, I don't think anybody else drove from that far, but kind of one, uh, I mean, he flew in, you know, hard to do, hard he to had do to fly book in for that books. Yeah, I'm that sure. Books. So anyway, there are no books. Um, he's got like, uh, he had some little, um, 
uh, like book plates that people were signing. And there was a, there was a guy there who was an extra in the movie and who, who also helped a little bit, like with some of the diving aspects and he signed it for me. And there was a woman there. I can't remember her name, but her father worked on the movie and she had a book full of just Polaroids that he took on set. And they were, um, they were amazing. Like I was like, can I, can I buy this? Yeah, you? you have some Polaroids uh, from is the original. A lot of those pictures are in the book, which is okay. cool. But I talk, you know, it. I went down. There was no book, but you know, I'm not like it was fine. It was a fun trip. I got to see a lot of Jaws uh, locations that I've never been to. Um, but I recently uh, received my copy of the book in the mail, and, and uh, Mike Smith sent me like a handwritten note, like you know, a thank you for coming. Oh, good. And he also sent me uh, about eight or nine autographs from casting crew that I wouldn't have gotten if he would have had the books with him. But he sent them kind of as like a, a like I'm sorry that this thing. So it kind of worked. It worked out actually yeah. in my favor that he had no books at the book sign. Next time I go to a book signing, I'm like, please have no books. Yeah. Please have no books. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking when we went to that uh, Stephen King signing for Sleeping Beauties, like if that hadn't yeah. shown up. Just throw a few extras it was, in. It, Stephen King it personally so sends you a book. That would not happen. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it was so, so weird, though, because after, after the signing was over, um, I drove about another hour out of the way because there were a few more filming locations, and there, uh, there's one street that has just like a few houses on it. And one of those houses was used like as Amity um, City Hall in in Jaws, and it's so weird because it's like it's just someone's house. <laughs> like I pulled up and I'm like, this is this is Amity Town Hall from Jaws two, and it's just a house. <laughs> you knock on the door, you're like, man, do you appreciate this? Do you realize you're living in a? Like, a- I'm not even pal? sure if it's residential. Building? I'm not even sure, like if it, yeah. if someone lives in it or if they. Use, it's just like um, whatever. Yeah. So I, I saw that place, took a few pictures there, and then I drove to the beach where they find the dead killer whale. Okay, mm-hmm. which was it was super nice beach, but um, that was it. I, I saw a couple of locations and then uh, I drove home. That's with fun. No book. Um, that's a lot of fun, Jake. I respect the fact that you made the trip. You are not a bad Jaws fan. I'm looking at. A lot of Thank you. uh, very, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, looking at your jaws barrel and your, okay. your jaws. You're doing okay. Hey, the guy with the fucking front of the orca on his wall is like, I'm a bad jaws fan. I did bad. <laughs> I did really bad. Um, but no, man, that's that's awesome. That's a that's a cool experience. So uh, yeah, it was fun. Cool, cool. Well, we're Neat. gonna we're gonna get moving on on this. Uh, on uh, this the fireworks are starting outside. Fireworks here, are starting. So it's time to move out of the I keep hearing I keep hearing some, and I can't tell if it's like from you or if it's here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one I'm last turning thing. into a little kid because I wanted to run outside and watch them. Please so. don't do that. We I have will. A lot going not in the middle here. of this. Just Abby. Just leave. I'm trying not to. Here's my stress. I want to watch the fireworks. Like fireworks. Um, like cool. Fireworks. Well, we're gonna move on to the fuck budget. Uh, I did want to mention one last thing. There was an interview with Colin Trevorrow last week. Uh, people are already talking about the next Jurassic World, and he kind of insinuated that it would not be out of the realm of possibility and not, you know, too bad of an idea to maybe suspect the return of Laura Dern and or um, Sam Neill to the Jurassic Park franchise. It was kind of funny. He he kind of said that, uh, you know, Ellie never got her her you know after the first movie didn't really 
get her movie is what he said because you know obviously uh, Jeff Goldblum got to yeah. star in the the Lost yeah. World and then yeah. and then uh-huh. uh, Sam Neill had Jurassic had Park three and she had kind I mean of a small role what the fuck what if they just bring in Laura Dern and she's just a main character in, in the next Jurassic World like, that would please. that would be that's the dream please do that like just, that's a good idea yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like more than anything, I would I would just like to see Laura Dern and and Sam Neill come back. Like, I would rather see those two characters as the main characters of Jurassic World three. Than <laughs> it Owen opens up and... with a scroll. <laughs> Jurassic World three. <laughs> Owen and Claire are dead. Yeah, I knew that was like what? what? Yeah, they found blue and blue killed her. Going to be like a, I thought you were going to just do the the last or the. Force Awakens thing and be like, uh, they're looking for oh, yeah. <laughs> Ellie Sattler. Ellie Sattler is missing. <laughs> yeah. It's true. All of it. I would uh, watch it. It just ends with with, uh, with Grant at, at a remote island handing uh, a six-inch retractable claw to Blue. Yeah. Well, I think it should open on Chris Pratt's like farmstead I'm, and that's hey, where him and Claire are just dead. There's been a massacre and like that's part of the whole motivation. Sure, the kill them off. Why yeah, not? kill them off to begin with. Blue's motivated yeah. at that point. Right. It's a revenge story. Yeah. Blue is getting revenge. Uh, here's what happens. A bunch of pterodactyls attack Claire and Owen. They're dead. Blue needs to avenge their death mm-hmm. and recruits Ellie Sattler... Dr. Grant. And he Ian can Malcolm. talk now? Blue. Is it she? <laughs> Blue can oh, talk she, now. I keep saying he. I'm sorry. Blue guys. can talk now. She can talk. She can talk. Please forgive me. But she also sounds just like the smart gremlin. Okay. From Gremlins 2. Perfect. Yeah, and there's perfect. our Gremlins 3 pitch. <laughs> and there it is. Every episode. Well, I must avenge the death of my <laughs> former owner and creator. Please, everybody, join us. Start <laughs> spreading the, the news. news. Hey, what if a. Uh, what if Jurassic World 3, the villain, is the Brachiosaurus that we all think died in the movie? And it's just like getting revenge for being oh left to die on Fuck the you. It's got like a molted face with yeah. a huge scar. And it's yeah. like, fuck, yeah. It's, it's like fucking bald off and, and it wants up. to like destroy. It's like Thanos. He wants yeah. to kill all the cats. It's like, what, I'm trying to think of the movie example where, where the, the, yeah, that happens a lot in movies. Like, I'm, I'm struggling to come up with an, an example, but, uh. Uh, where the 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 hero died, oh, it's like Two Face a little bit and comes back. It, it act. And you thought you killed me, but I'm alive and yeah, I'm evil now. Yeah, and the Brachiosaurus doesn't have a neck anymore. It just goes straight from body to head. That would be cool. <laughs> it would look like uh, Dennis Hopper in the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, we're just spitballing here. I like it. Yeah, make Jurassic Mario World. Yeah, j- perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, doing that costume. Hey. Again, you heard it here first. Before we move on to the fuck budget, I did want to tell everybody that today's episode of Yes, I Have Some Podcast is sponsored by the Robert Shaw documentary, available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing if you just yep. search. What was the it's search? The one that, documentary it's the one that's documentary on Robert, on Robert Shaw. Shaw. There you go. That's the there first. Go. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, in all seriousness, I did want to dedicate this episode to. Um, April O'Neil from the first Ninja Turtles movie <laughs> for dedicating yeah. her. What was her retired- name? Did you get her name. Yes, yeah, uh, because I had a Ninja Turtles poster on my bedroom wall, and you guys ready for the the confessional? Not Megan Fox. God damn God it! Damn I, it. Do you know how upset I am <laughs> right now? Hold on. Judith Hogue is her name. Good lord. She was okay. also in um, uh, Armageddon for like five seconds. Okay. I had a major crush on April O'Neil in the first Ninja Turtles movie, and I'm gonna. You guys ready for my stress confessional? 
The first Most ever year. YHS dress confessional. Yeah. I remember one night, the Ninja Turtles poster was behind, like, my bed on the wall behind me. Like, directly above me. Similar to the crucifix that Nancy has in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, just for imagery, I'm, I'm saying that. Uh, I remember one night, so the poster had the four turtles in April in the middle, and I remember... I was like obsessed with April. I was probably six or seven years old. I was like, oh my God, I love her. It's cool because like she's hot, but also she gets to hang out with the turtles and she's on the news. Like she's like the the holy trinity of coolness. And God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I stood up and I licked her face on the oh. poster. Wow. Yep, I licked That's her face. That's not abnormal. I had a poster of Lance Bass okay. in my room. That's fine. I, I had to get the, I've been the, Weighing this up—that's less my, graphic than I thought this was going. Yeah, to. I was seven. What you think happened? Oh, I know. Well, what you, you brought thought. up the crucifix. So I was thinking of all sorts of things. So <laughs> wait, I didn't have a crucifix. I know, but you <laughs> said imagery, and I started thinking of other movies. Okay, like, think of this: April O'Neil, the crucifix from Exorcist. Okay, there you go. Okay, moving cool. on. You guys ready for this fuck budget? I don't like that. I don't Let's like do that. It. Well, every time you bring up Linda Blair. Budget. You know, a, a Jacob hey, Walsh gets his wings. I got, let's do this fuck Jacob budget. I'm excited about this one. All right, cool. Before <laughs> well, we move on, to I'm this, excited about half of this one. Okay, listen. Before we move on to the fuck budget, I did want to say if you want to check out Yes Have Some and you enjoy the things that we do and say, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. We're all over social media. We posted a bunch today on our Instagram story. It's uh, at YHS Podcast. That's Twitter and Instagram. Our official Facebook page is facebook.com slash. Yes, have some cast. The official mm-hmm. Facebook mm-hmm. discussion group for Yes, Have Some is called what's it called, Abby? Group therapy. Tell us about it. Oh, well, it's where we all go to air our grievances with like uh, collectibles and movies and stress and all the things that we talk about here are things that other people are talking about there, and it's very cool. Because cool. it's a good news source for like a lot of shit. And if somebody wanted to yeah. find that page, what would they do? They would go to Facebook.com uh-huh. and they would search for Yes Have Some Podcast and then they would find group therapy on our page. <laughs> am, I, am I, is this a test? How do you find it? I just, well, it's, I'm an admin, so it's pretty easy when I get on Facebook. <laughs> all you got to do is search Yes Have know, Some Group Therapy on Facebook. You'll find us there. We're talking about movies, toys, all sorts of shit. And, uh... I don't know. That's all I got. You guys ready to fuck, 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 mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. is frozen right now, but it'll come around. It'll come around. All right, cool. Here we go. The yes, have some fuck budget is the fun segment we do every week, most weeks, I should say, where we take five topics in the the realm of movies, TV, toys, pop culture, collectibles. And we break them down. Basically, Abby and Jake have a budget of 10 fucks each, and they have to decide how many fucks they give about each of these topics. Remember, you can't spend more than 10 fucks. Allocate your fucks wisely. Abigail. Fuck allocation. It's a, it's serious. Fuck allocation. Oh, I get what you said. I that's thought you meant hey, that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. That's a t-shirt. Not to say fuck allocation, like don't do that, but like you should really think right. about your fucks and where you're allocating them. All right, here we go. Fuck it, fuck it. Topic number one in the fuck budget. It was announced this yeah. week that they are remaking Child's Play. In addition to the television series for Child's Play that is currently in development, there is going to be a remake. Yeah. MGM is fast-tracking the development. It is being done by the producers of It, David Katzenberg, and Seth Graham Smith, as well as Tyler Burton Smith. I don't know, guys. 
Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the Child's Play reboot, remake, whatever it is, how many fucks do you give? I give one very confused fuck because I feel like I established last week when we were talking to Trevor Morgan that like I have a weird affection or affinity for these Child's Play movies because I did watch them all this past Halloween and I do like the concept and I think the movies are fun and are entertaining um, and the violence is enjoyable. Um, so I do give a fuck, but I do not like the idea for this movie because what I'm reading here is that it's going to be involve a group of kids, a brand new group of kids, and a technologically advanced doll. So it's like not in the same vein and something to do with the rights being like split up. So it just, it just sounds bad. It sounds bad. It sounds bad. Okay. One fuck. What else? Anything else? I mean, it's there's a TV series that's still being like in production right now that's more faithful and has continuity with the original films. But this new film is going to be like a brand new Chucky doll, and I'm afraid of what that's going to be. Right. So. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's scary. Uh, I gave this one three fucks. Um, Whoa. Say what? Three fucks. Yeah, I gave it three. Um, I feel okay. I'll explain, but please do. So, yeah. you, okay. So the show, there's a TV show happening with Don Mancini, who is like, you know, uh, the original writer, whatever he's been making these movies since, you know, uh, since the first one. And that's great. They're making the show. They're going to continue. The continuity is happening with the TV show. Um, there's this weird thing happening where the rights are split up somehow. I, I don't know if it's like the same kind of deal that was happening with like Friday the 13th and they yeah. couldn't, you know, come to any kind of agreement. But here the I guess the agreement is you can make your TV show and keep your continuity, but we also have rights to the I guess the concept or whatever. They're they're not very clear about it. Right. Um but I think I think it's very likely that this this uh re-imaging or whatever I think it is super so like when you when you read like oh a group of kids technological doll like that sounds bad when you're when you're thinking like on paper it sounds thinking, bad on yeah. paper it sounds bad and when you th- when you think about child's play those things don't that doesn't work right but if they don't have the rights then what they're doing is like this is a com- to me this seems like a complete like we're gonna keep you know the spirit maybe maybe not the, I don't know like maybe the feeling like the the general uh, basis of what child's play is a doll comes to life and it's killing people that's what child's play is about right um it it evolved into just being about chucky you know and that's when the movies turned to not being called child's play anymore but the original child's play is about a scary doll come to life and it's got to kill some kids and it's do you worry though do you worry though that like Okay, so from what it seems like, they're going that route of like it's the 80s. It's going to be vintage. It's going to be nostalgic. People love – like do you know that it could be – Does it say that though? It kind, does, well, does it say somewhere? Like I know I know they said in parentheses like Stranger Things, but that's just what whoever wrote that like – Right. Wrote the, the, only info, the only info we have is group of kids meet up with – have to deal with a doll like that's all it's so early we have no clue that little yeah. strange quote stranger things that's just what people are saying because like i don't think we know that yet here's my here's my okay i have a couple different thoughts on this so a do 
would would the world be fine without any more child's play movies? It, look, whether reboot, remake, or sequel, yes, we we'd move on. We'd be fine. There's plenty of child's play to 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 live on, but that's not how franchises work. So there, there's going to be more. I don't like the idea of. I say if you're going to remake Child's Play, you have to use Chucky. You can't. Child's Play. I. I. I feel like Chucky is the Child's Play is Friday Thirteenth and Jason and Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy. It, the character is as much a part of the name of the film. Without it, we had this discussion a lot when Ghostbusters came out. It's like, well. Is it a Ghostbusters movie if there's no Ecto-1 and no Proton Packs? Like, it kind of isn't without the logo. So, like, I just think, like... No, keep going. I I just think that there's certain things that, like, if it's a different doll and it's not Chucky, it's only child's play in the fact that that's just the name they're using. It's It's like if you just... If, like, if there was a new... I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example. Like if if there was a new movie called Terminator, but it was about a different robot and a different timeline that had nothing to do with the original Terminator story. It was just called Terminator. Like it and was... it might be good because all the other I, Terminator no, movies, no, movies are so I, terrible. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But like I think sometimes the only like when you have things that are so iconic like I feel like it's not a bad idea for them to to completely like first of all, it's child's play. Okay, it's not like we're talking about it's not like we're talking about Ghostbusters or Star Wars or something where it's like blasphemy to like not have proton packs. There's still like the first child's play. It's it's great. It's one of my favorite horror films. And and I, and I believe if the TV show wasn't happening, I would maybe feel a little different. But the fact is, there are seven Chucky movies and they're probably half and half. A few of them are pretty awful, you know? Like, they are. Right. They've been around for a yeah. long The last Child's Play movie that came out is probably the worst. It's, like, one of the worst movies. It sucks. Um, but the show is happening. They're going to keep going. That continuity is still happening. That Chucky is still happening. Brad Dourif is still voicing Chucky. That is still happening. Do you this think they're, like... Lo- do you think, though... What if they do it to where, like, I don't think they need it to be a reboot. What if they just, instead of a technologically advanced doll, what if it was just, like, the same kind of voodoo, the same kind of spells being, like, I, I just, oh, I don't know. There's something but, about but, this that feels but Craig, more. But, Craig, we, hmm. listen, we don't know that yet. Like, we, we don't have enough information. to There's base, something, like, they, fuck. They're, they're saying, they're saying, huh? There's something about this specifically. I'm not anti-reboot. I'm not anti-remake. I'm not anti-studios trying to make money. There's something that feels specifically artificial about this. Like a bunch of fucking studio executives looking at a list of titles and going, Child's Play, that was that was big. Let's do that again. And it's going to come out and it's just going to be like, why did they do that? That's the vibe I get It's from not like there was somebody who had a really inspired idea to do the group of kids with a futuristic doll thing. And that was like, we've got to make this movie. What you're saying is that they wanted to uh, take the brand recognition. And then that is what I'm saying, but I'm not stating it as fact. I'm just saying it. That's the vibe I'm getting, knowing how these things tend to work. I'm not saying that it can't be good. I'm just saying that if it's not good, I won't be surprised. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if it sucks as well. Like, I'm not like, you know, I mean, I'm not like, I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm being pretty op- optimistic about it. And usually, as far as remakes go, I'm not optimistic. Like, I'm usually pretty opposite. But I think, I feel like the the plot of this, even even with as little as we have, it sounds so weird to me, and so like almost like so bad that I'm like, wait, it might be fine. Like, like, can you, you remember, you remember when they, when they remade, um, they remade Nightmare on Elm Street and they tried to replicate, they tried to replicate Freddy Krueger. That's that artificiality that you're talking about. It's like not real. was all, that is what is awful. That's what I'm afraid this is going to be. so hard, like if they, but they're not doing that. They're not doing that. They're not, they're not trying to like make, a replica of Chucky and they're not trying to, they're not going to like, I, I guarantee you it's not going to look like Chucky. It's not going to be called Chucky. The voice is going to be different. And I think that's the better way to go because when you try Brad to Durf will be a cab you, driver. You get garbage. <laughs> I think, I think when you try to replicate something like that, you get fucking garbage. Like oh, dude, on Home Street remake. this is what it's going to be. I fucking would bet my entire existence on this. You're right, it won't be Chucky, and it'll be a different doll with a different voice, but there will be a good guy doll in this movie at some point. Like, they'll be walking through a store, and, I oh, hate, maybe not, because they don't have the won't. rights. I bet you they won't. They don't have the rights. That's that's one of the reasons they're doing it, but I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a better way to go. And, and maybe... Maybe I'm like, curious to know what feel, elements they have. Like, what do they have? The they rest? have the name. It feels like somebody probably wrote this. Is this is what I think happened? Somebody has a script, a horror movie that takes place in the '80s with some sort of killer doll. They bought the script and went, "Cool, let's make this child's play because we legally can." Which will will make I us. I don't think that's right, though, Craig. I don't think that's what. Like, I feel like we we jump to that kind of thing because that happens a lot nowadays. But I don't. I don't like. To me, it doesn't feel that way. Like it, like Child's Play at its base is a movie about a doll killing people. Like that's what Child's Play is. Like that's what the movie is. Like it's more to me. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're having such a good discussion about Child's such a Play. Again. I'm fired up. There's oh. fireworks going on outside. There are. And I'm, I'm about to run outside. Up. If you guys. Keep- I don't, I the only thing I love more than America is goddamn Chucky. Goddamn fucking Chucky. <laughs> I love Child's Play. I always yeah. have. I all like it is. He's one of my favorites. It's great. But I, I feel like the fact that we're getting. I, I've had this weird like shift happen with me in the last. I don't know, few years, and I think it's because of. I think it's possibly because of Godzilla, but. Um, I've gotten to the point where like I'm okay with different versions of things. Like if we have if we have seven child's play movies, which we do, we have seven fucking child's play movies. It's fine if they make one that's completely different from right. those. And I, because I it's that, like it's yeah. it's an alternate thing. It's fine. It's not going to kill anything. It's it's like maybe it will be fun and maybe they can do some, like to me some weird like. I, I've been thinking about it today, like, God, you know, like, maybe a group of kids at this point is starting to get kind of old, but we don't know for sure yet that they're going for, like, the Stranger Things kind of feel. Oh, we're but just the fact that. that, like, 
we could get a fun movie about a killer doll. And even though they're saying technologically advanced, that doesn't mean that that technologically advanced doll isn't possessed by something. Or well, also, you know, it, the the original Chucky doll was te- is technologically advanced because it it talked and stuff. It was like Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Abby, I, let me ask I, I you this. Yeah. Well, Jake, you, you're saying because we're getting a, a new TV series with Chucky in the original continuity, that kind of softens the blow. We've talked about... It remo- makes, yeah, it makes me feel better about Abby, it. Abby, yeah. yes. do you think that, let's say that the original plans for Ghostbusters happened the way it did, and right after Answer the Call, there was another Ghostbusters movie that took place in the original universe. Do you think that the backlash would have been as strong to answer the call? Or do you think people would have been like, okay, this is kind of, like Jake's saying, this is a different thing, it exists on its own, and we can go back to our original Ghostbusters? Or do Uh, you think that was a completely different situation? Well, I mean, yeah, I wish, I wish in any way, shape, or form that there were more Ghostbusters movies and that there had been another one after answer the call. And I think that that's a fan, I I wish that had happened because um, whether, I do think there probably would have been people there were already people complaining about the rumors about like the chris pratt like whatever that short period of time where there were like male names attached to all male ghostbusters um and yeah people are going to complain about things um but to explore territory or to revisit like i don't know if you can compare the two honestly i craig i think the answer to your question is they're they're absolutely like yeah there still would have been complaining but I don't think I don't think it would have been half as bad if like people knew, yeah, this is completely different. But also, Ghost an original series Ghostbusters movie is coming out. I don't yeah. think because like why care? Like why care if you know the thing you really want is happening at the same time? No one would care. Right. Cool. They yeah. Or that one legs the maybe other. People, yeah. Maybe people would still. Maybe people would still not like it. You know. But I don't think it would be. Oh, it would have been anywhere near. Did I tell you guys? Place. I'm I'm coming around. The other night I was on a uh, YouTube, oh and uh, I looked up uh, all of Kevin's scenes from. Uh, there's like yeah. a compilation. Yeah, well, they're funny when you can watch just the funny part. Yeah, I was laughing. I was like, I said things like, "This is enjoyable," and I'm having fun. Those are the two. Okay. Yeah, good for try, uh, that, try that watching the entire film. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, good hey. for Chris Hemsworth finding his comedic timing and like uh, skills on that. Whatever, movie. he's hot. He needed it. I was uh, I was Ragnarok hard watching that. Oh. <laughs> are we gonna move it on move to the fuck budget? Fuck budget. Next up, there was a giant reveal today, a July 4th reveal from our friends at Chronicle Collectibles. And folks, we're not paid to talk about this stuff. We just like good stuff. If a, good, if a company that we like is putting out good shit, we're going to talk about it. Just putting that out there. If they want to pay us, I'll gladly take their money, though. It was revealed today that Chronicle Collectibles, for the first time ever, is releasing an officially licensed prop replica of the... Ba, 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 ba. The Barbasol can from Jurassic Park. Uh, yep, it's never been licensed before because of, oh, guess what, rights issues. Uh, uh, Barbasol has teamed up with Universal and Chronicle to make an accurate one-to-one scale replica. Nice. It's going to be coming out, I think, early next year. Two hundred dollar price tag, which that sounds pretty good to me. Like, I'll get in mm-hmm. on a payment plan for a two hundred dollar Barbasol can. Uh, they've released some. Um, 
kind of concept images. Nothing, uh, there's no hard images yet, but uh, it looks really good. I'm very excited about it. Jacob Walsh, when it comes to the one-to-one scale Barbasol can, originally owned by Dennis Nedry, given to him by, who was it? Dotson. Dotson. We got Dotson here. Dotson here. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Jake, how many fucks do you give? I gave it uh, four fucks. Woo! Um, yeah, I think it's a. I think Blow it's the one of those Jake props is loose that, like, with the fucks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is. I think it's one of those props that, like, if if I was like, hey, I want to get a prop from Jurassic Park, that's one of the top you think about. Uh, I've seen people make. I've seen people like do runs of these, you know, and and even recently, I was looking. Somebody was selling like a like three D printed one, and I was like, oh, can I get this and like still kind of make it look metal no so i didn't buy it or whatever but um yeah the pictures um they're not like completely accurate which is weird but um i did see them say in some comments like hey this is just like their first they're still working on i guess they were saying like that's not something i'm worried about but the the new it uh barbasol has kind of changed like their can over the years so they're kind of going like when it comes out it'll It'll look just like the one. Yeah, it will be fine. Yeah. Um, no, I'm super excited about it. It's it's they're saying around 200 bucks. I think that's a, a pretty great price. So I yeah, I want it. I'm getting. It. Cool, Abigail. I don't care what you say, mom. Yeah. Hey. Sorry, mom. I give this three fucks uh, because this was by far the thing in the movie when I was a kid that I was the most obsessed with. Um, I love like cylinders and like vials and like the noise it makes and like. I just, I love the idea of a concealed, like, one thing looking like something, but it's really something else. And the obsession with, like, what happened to it after the movie ended, like, all of that. We all know what happened. That guy, uh, Nick, went back to the island to okay. get it. Yeah. And then he ended up in a mansion in Switzerland. Yeah, but, you know, when you'd first see it, it was like, oh, man, it's the big thing to talk about. And obviously, I want this. It's $200, so it's affordable. So I give it three fucks because it's very cool. I'm, I love it. I want one, and we're going to get one. So that's three there of mine. And as, well as more fucks. pictures come out, we'll, we'll see it. Let me ask you guys this, and we'll move on to the next one. Could you make an argument that the Barbasol can from Jurassic Park is the most iconic film prop, like, ever? Hmm. One of them? Hmm. Like, I feel yeah, like... I think he probably from could, the 90s. Yeah. Like, I think it's probably up there. Here's my, here's my barometer. I think my dad would know what it is was he'd be like right. if i was like dad remember the shaving cr- oh the barbasol came from jurassic park yeah i think because it's such a neat trick when you like it's iconic yeah, though. Exactly. like and i'm just talking about like a, i'm not talking about like i know somebody be like well the shark from jaws is a more iconic pro-. like obviously but i'm talking about that <laughs> but i'm talking about like if we're talking about like the barrel from jaws or the barbasol can or i don't know Something else that I can't think of. Freddy Krueger's glove, maybe. That's an mm-hmm. iconic prop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm personally really excited. This is definitely one of those ones that you know is going to look good, like in a glass case, and it's kind of eye catching. Yeah. And, and people yeah. will come in and go, "Oh, is that what I think it is?" And, and you then... go, "You can even take it through customs. They can check uh, it if they want. No, no menthol. menthol. Oh, I love Dude. it." Um, can we please get Wayne Knight on the podcast? Yeah. He would do it. Uh-huh. Hey, if anybody out there is listening, if you have a connection you know to Wayne him. Knight, send us an email. Yes, have some cast at gmail.com. We won't make any Newman references. Can't promise Wrong. that, actually. Um, that's funny. All right, cool. You guys ready to move on to the next one? Let's do it. Yeah, All right. Let's do it. it was announced a while back that Funko, uh, Funko Toys are partnering with some of their licensees to put out Cereal 
a line of cereal, and the first two come specifically horror movie cereal. Uh, the first two come out this month. Pictures were released. There's a Jason Voorhees and a Freddy Krueger cereal. God, we're living in some interesting times. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to this sugary, delicious treat with a serial killer on the box, how many fucks do you give? Oh, hold on. I think I've had a fuck issue. Oh, boy. Uh... Get out the fuck <laughs> blood test. Oh, no. I was going so fast that now I have to extract some fucks. I'm going to give... Wow, I'm giving this one fuck, an emergency fuck. Okay. Um, some of my math was Should off. Should we start an emergency fuck fund? Yeah, like for, my saving for a rainy fuck. Yeah, and we at the end of the month, it's getting too complicated. <laughs> this is getting weird. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm giving it that. one fuck. I wanted to give this more, but... Uh, also, there is so many fireworks happening right There's now. so many fireworks. I'm, my, I'm fighting my inner child, which wants to run outside really bad. But you know what? This podcast... It's the thing I've been wanting to do since I was little. So let's continue with it. I give this one fuck because these cereals look amazing. I want to get all of them. The fact that as I read this article, I found out that they're being sold at like different locations. Um, there's all the, these different like pairings of the... Uh, the fu- Even though I don't love Funko Pops, I love the idea of collectible, uh, like edible crossover merchandise. Real and quick, do I you think this. Funko's really regretting naming Funko Pops Funko Pops? Because the logical name for the cereal would be Funko Pops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. A little uh, existential Yeah, I'm crisis. sure they're regretting. Yeah, I'm I sure they're Funko's so bad. Funko's regretting nothing right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Abby, which, which one do you want more, Jason or Freddy? Uh, I think I want the Freddies. Cool. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time they put a child molester on a box of cereal. I've had Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Jacob Walsh, when it comes to Funko cereal. I didn't think Subway made a cereal. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I do? Jacob. I gave it a... I'm sorry, to Tony a... the Tiger, but come on. He's, He's always popping up. Who wears a handkerchief around their neck He's like great. That? Alan Grant. Um, oh, I, well, I gave like it one fuck. It's not like he ever had a cereal. <laughs> Jake, sorry, sorry Jake how many fucks hey it's fine you guys go ahead um, I gave it <laughs> I don't get I fireworks it, I gave it one I don't really uh, I don't know like I like cereal uh, I like prizes in my cereal um, all these all these cereals have marshmallows in them so I, it's not cereal I'm gonna eat um, I, I don't like the designs on the boxes I, I, I'm a little under like it's cool Knowing that there's going to be cereal based on like horror movies, um, uh, everything else I don't like about it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if uh, maybe maybe I'll buy these. I don't know, but aren't they like fifteen dollars a box or something? Yeah. That seems like a lot of money. I think out of, I'm not going to eat. Yeah, there, there's a couple. So Freddie and Jason are coming out. They're going to be available at specialty shops. Then they've got Elvira, uh, Beetlejuice. Who are the other ones? Pennywise. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. The Pennywise one, yeah, that's kind of cool. They're coming out with a lot of them, and like, also, are the little are are the little toys inside just little Funko Pops? Yeah, they are. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want. I probably won't buy any of these. So, right, one fuck, and the only that fuck is just because the word cereal is involved. I will buy all of these and have them as permanent displays on top of the refrigerator. Because how cool will that? Hey, if they be? Wait, if they do a Jaws, if they do a, a Jaws collect- one, I'll buy that one. I think for what it says is that there's a collectible prize that's separate from the collectible figure. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Well, that's interesting. You're gonna want two boxes, one to two. Okay, anyway. Hey, maybe uh maybe uh the the Jason cereal comes with like a little uh like two uh camp counselors in a sleeping bag. 
with inside the box. <laughs> and you just sm- and you and oh, so. and there's a tree on the back of the box that you cut out, and all the cereals all smashed up in little bits. Yeah, <laughs> from the sleeping bag. Why don't they have me on the Funko Market? That's such a good idea. I'd be like, all right, guys, we want Peter Venkman Ghostbusters Funko Pop cereal, and it comes with a syringe full of Thorazine. Yeah. That's a great idea. Hey, cool. I'm full of them. Uh-huh. You guys ready to move on to the next one? No, yeah. I haven't so recovered from my child. I did not think I was going to get that passionate about child's play tonight. God, you did. Me either, dude. It was good, though. Did yeah. I freak you guys out? I'm you on did. a roll. Yeah. Call me butter. Uh-huh. Ooh. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Vegan butter. Okay. Next up, I cannot wait to talk about this one. There's a new movie coming out. It's called Summer of 84. It's a horror movie about a serial killer in the summer of 84. That's basically what I got out of it. Kind of has a Stranger Things vibe. Kind of has a... They're kind of saying it's like the burbs. Like, you know, the whole thing. But it's not. But it's not. Mm. Like, the whole thing with the burbs are like, aliens exist and they could be your neighbors. Like, uh, I don't know. Also, the burb... Okay, I'll get into it in a second. Go ahead. Okay. The trailer's out. I watched it. You guys watched it. Mm-hmm. Abigail Gardner, you're starting us off. When it comes to the summer of 84 film trailer, how many fucks do you give? Um, I give zero fucks to this because it seems super derivative of like other movies that I've seen. It doesn't seem extremely original and it seems a little cheesy. And also it doesn't look very scary to me. So I give it zero fucks. Um, it felt like all like Stranger Things, but only in like the, the visuals when you see kids with flashlights, like it just felt extremely like hackneyed at this point and like overdone. And it also had like, it felt like it might have a heart to it or something. Like, I don't know. I, it just, it didn't, it, it doesn't interest me. So I'm giving it zero fucks. All right. Jacob Walsh, how many fucks? Yeah. Uh, I also gave it zero fucks. Um, it, it doesn't look fun or funny or scary yeah. or new. It looks crappy. And like, uh, also, <laughs> Also saying, like, when I saw the headline for it, it, it says, like, Stranger Things meets the Burbs. And Stranger Stranger Things, okay, fine. But the Burbs is very funny. It's a very, like, fun movie to watch. It's The Burbs is very good. Uh, there is zero things happening in that trailer that make me think of the Burbs. Nothing. There's nothing in that trailer that's anything like the Burbs. Uh, this movie looks like crap. Zero yeah. bucks. Um, I am going to. You guys ready for my hot take? Yeah. I want to hear it. I have never wanted to give less fucks to a thing than this trailer. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it offends I'm also, you. I'm also going to. You know what? I'm going to take my zero fucks back. I'm going to give it negative three fucks. Craig, you owe me three fucks. No, that's a lot. You're putting it in debt. That's a fuck debt. Listen, I watched. I had heard about this trailer uh, earlier this week. I guess there was a teaser trailer mm-hmm. a while back, but this is the first time I saw the full trailer. Uh, it is so like, you know, when like Scream came out, and then I know what you did last mm-hmm. summer came out, and then like Urban Legend yeah. yes. and Final Destination. And it kept You're getting casseroles. Out. We're like, way past that. This is like. Somebody watched Stranger Things. Somebody's mom watched Stranger Things. Yeah, it's like, it, hey, what's like cool? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what do we put together that's like cool for these kids? Huh? The, for a, the kids don't look like they're in the eighties. No, 
And it's he all like in the early 2000s. It's all dumb looking white people. The mm-hmm. it looks low budget. The the only person I recognize is that dude uh Oh, the dude from Rich he's, Summer. He's in Mad, Mad Men. Mad yes, Man. and or yeah. no, uh, Glow. He's, he's in, in Glow. Glow. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's a good actor. He actually randomly was just in town. He was a guest at the uh, Southern Fried Gaming Expo this year. He, I guess oh, he. Shit. He's oh, a, cool. Why did we go? He, uh, yeah, we could have got our That's, summer of eighty four. Fuck, dude, he was there. He was there. I'm upset now. This is my stress. Uh, he, uh, he's a gamer. He's got a gaming podcast apparently. But anyways, okay. uh, oh. yeah. But the movie looks like they're implying that he's like a cop in the movie, and the trailer's implying that like he's the killer. Oh yeah, like hard. Oh he, horde. But then the trailer's like, but also no, 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 it's a surprise. So, so don't. It just looks not good. It looks like the derivative, the derivative of the derivative. There's like all these. It's like fifth or sixth rate Stranger Things, and unfor- and maybe watching this trailer is what scared me more about Child's Play. Because, listen, maybe Str- it maybe it made you feel like listen, maybe watching this trailer. Go ahead. Stranger Things is good. It's great. Like the second season wasn't as good, but Stranger Things is great. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal. It and Stranger Things were being made at the same time. I could just see Hollywood just licking their lips at like, ooh, this is what people want. They want kids in the eighties and in and, conflict, and everything. What happens with everything? It's what happens with everything, but it's so. But I think because I hold that like that time period and the films made in that time period at such high regard, I feel very protective of it. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it, do it right. All those kids look like they walked out of the Gap in like 1998. Yeah, like it just yeah. doesn't. And I feel bad because I don't want to shit on somebody's like passion project and, and I get that. Is it's it a, someone's passion project? Well, it's version? a smaller movie and it's being in it's getting a limited release, but it just it just doesn't feel good. I got bad vibes watching that. That shit's getting forgotten. And Abby after I sent you guys the fuck bunch, I walked in the other room, I was like, hey Abby, did you watch that trailer? She goes, I can't right now. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> it's just not Yeah. It's just not good. It's just not good. Um Having said that, I can't wait to see it so we can rip it the fuck apart. Um, okay, cool. You guys ready for number number Cinco? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. This one's silly, but it made news over the last week, and I felt like we should bring it up because it kind we'll of t- it. It ties into some of the stuff that we uh, talk about. Mm-hmm. There is a, a supposed fan campaign, and I hate to give this any credit, but it's mm-hmm. at RemakeTheLastJedi.com where supposedly... These folks have gotten a group of producers to pledge $200 million to remake The Last Jedi and do it justice. Now, before I throw you guys the fuck budget, I want to say something. It costs a lot more than $200 fucking million to make a Star Wars movie. You fucking idiots. Okay. Okay. Having said that, when it comes to Ryan Johnson getting the boot, and Kathy Kennedy getting the boot, and The Last Jedi finally being remade after all these months of pain. Uh-huh. Jacob Walsh. Guys, am I on fire tonight? I think so. This is my coming <laughs> out episode. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Glow all week, and I feel like girl power is running through my blood. Yeah. Jake, how many fucks do you give about this? Uh, f- hold on. Before, okay. before I tell you how many fucks... This can't be like a serious thing, right? Like this <laughs> oh, is the a website's joke, right? pretty like, nice. Maybe 
It's a convincing this, maybe argument. Maybe this website and this whole thing was made by someone is kind of a joke, but then people are actually like into it. Well, here's the thing. They're not actually raising money. Is... They're taking pledges. Pledges are... A proof the nothing. intent. Yeah, that it's you like care. saying, oh, I'll give you 50 bucks, but you don't, you're not giving right. them any money. Yeah. The only reason I included okay. this on the fuck budget is because legitimate news outlets picked up on it this week. Yeah. And yeah. people are talking yeah. about it as if this is a thing... That could possibly happen. Yeah. Having right. said all that, Jake, how many fucks do you give? Uh, I gave it zero fucks because um, it's dumb. It's just dumb. It's silly. Whether you like the movie or not, any movie, Star Wars, any movie. I, I didn't. This is not my favorite Star Wars movie. I told, you know what? I watched this movie when it hit Netflix, and I think maybe 20% of this movie is amazing. Like, 20% of The Last Jedi is fucking, like, phenomenal. And then I think maybe 20% of it is garbage. And I think the rest of it's just, like, whatever. Right. Yeah. But, but, uh, I would not ever want it remade. That's stupid. Like, the movie's out. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't like it. That is, that's just such a weird concept that someone would be like, no, no, do it again. Yeah. That's, 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 not, how it, that's not how it works. Jake, if yes. a mo- the movie is made, like that is it. That's what happens. Ryan Johnson's a poo poo head. If down the road they want to like maybe slightly retcon something, then that, whatever, then that's their idea, that, that's their choice down the road. But just like remake re- it, that doesn't do anything. This movie is out. It's fucking out. It doesn't even if they remade it. This movie still exists. Yes. You still had to watch it. It's still in your it's still out there. So it's dumb. It's it's just fucking dumb. I didn't even like read the article that you when you sent us oh. this, I was like, I'm not I'm not even gonna fucking read this because it's I just did. Poopy. And, and it's that's poopy. why I gave it five fucks. So Whoa. I gave it all the fucks I had left. Um, I told you I had a fuck allocation problem. Wait a minute. Dude, reading this, it t- I like petitions. I like the idea that we can change something. I remember on Live Journal but when there was like, we can't. The petitions petition are to get all the nicktoons and get, hey dude, on like DVD. I remember that. <laughs> and also, this reminds me of when like the there was a Creed concert. First, we get, hey dude, great. on DVD. Then we get The Last Jedi remade. Then we get it remade. No, but the other thing I was bringing up... And is we're going to rename the original the second to Last Jedi. There was a Creed concert where Scott Sapp was like very intoxicated. The fans sued him for his performance. And this kind of reminds me of that. I just like the idea that somebody put this amount of time and effort into explaining their argument. And I did read it. And it made me laugh. And it almost gave me hope for like... I was like, wait, they could redo it. But obviously it's ridiculous. Well, what, do you want to so, read it? What does it say? Um... The whole thing? It's the whole it's a long uh, thing. It's a lot. Yeah. Go to the Well what was the synopsis? Like what 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 was the point they were making? Um that it that it was terrible character development and that people didn't relate to these characters and that that's like one of the biggest things about Star Wars that people love, which is one of my arguments against the movie. So it it was basically hitting on points that I personally agree with. So I gave it all my fucks and I kinda wish it was real. Even though it's ridiculous and I know that a movie is not going to be remade because there is a petition. But it's funny that it, it exists. And it shows that there's a lot of people who are not happy, so maybe that will be a little force for change. So <laughs> I like how you just plugged <laughs> that. I wish I the like, camera was I on like now. Your, Abby, I like your uh, explanation. Man. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, here's the thing. Like, here, here's here's the real deal. 
No, of course, they're not going to remake The Last Jedi. But, from all accounts, Disney and Lucasfilm are at a real crossroads right now because the golden goose that is Star Wars is not it's really... It's not goosing anymore. It's not goosing. It's not... It's not it's, making it, any eggs. It's more like goose from Top Gun at this point. Um, Ooh. But, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of years. I'm wondering if they're going to push back episode nine like another year. Because, like, I think we went peak Star Wars really quickly, and, like, I think people just got mm. burnt out. And I don't know, even if, even if Solo was, like, really, really, really great, like, I wonder if people are just like, you know what? It's too much, too fast, and they just need to slow down. You can't have Thanksgiving, like, for Guys, a year. idea. I got an idea. Okay. So we're all aware... Of like all the Evil Dead movies, right? Have you guys seen all three of the Evil Dead movies? Of course, yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's fine. You know, you know how when Evil Dead Two, so you know how like the first, I don't know, ten minutes of Evil Dead Two is literally just a recap of the first Evil Dead, yeah, but yes. without all the extra people. Yeah. What if start the last episode? Is just that. What if they just do like, all right, we're going to take the first 15 minutes of the new Star Wars movie and we're going to completely, we're, we're not going to call it a recap. We're just going to start the movie out. We're going to recap the first, but change a few things. Yeah. And then that makes it can't. Like, that's what Evil Dead did. Like, they changed shit, but it's the same. It's such a weird, just do that. Just recap it and change all the dumb shit you did. Yeah. 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 Lucas go right to do the that. The yeah. This guy can't. Whoever started can this can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. I mean, here's the thing. What's going to happen with Star Wars more than likely is that episode nine will come out. It'll address some of the... I guess where I get confused is my complaints. The things I don't like about The Last Jedi don't seem to... like, And you guys too. Like, People... The biggest fanboy reaction to The Last Jedi that they have an issue with is Luke Skywalker in that movie. And I don't... Though I do think if you're going to kill him off, you need to have him have a, a, a actual lightsaber battle of some sort. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't want to have that many question marks, like, leaving the movie. I don't want to feel that un... Like, just unsure or dissatisfied or unclear on things. And that's how I felt. Dude, I'm wearing a Porg shirt. I'm holding a Porg. It doesn't work. I wish it did. Um, Battery's out. Battery's dead. But yeah, dude, I I wanted to like this movie. And there are good parts, like you said. But it's like, if you look at the the complaints about The Last Jedi, it's like the casino shit, Rose, separating Finn and Rey. There's like, not revealing Ray's parents, copping out. Like, there's like a bunch of complaints. Canto bite. Yeah, there's complaints where I'm like, okay, I, I I can see where you're coming from, but like, I kind of like majority of the stuff with Luke in that movie. Even even I do I do too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care. Like, I, th- people... I mean, I think the Luke. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The pork works, guys. Guys, yeah. that legitimately scared the shit out of me. <laughs> me too, Jay, because I, like, I thought it was dead. I, I like, look, I'm in my playroom, and I immediately <laughs> look up at my Chucky doll. Because I was like, <laughs> fuck, it hurt us. Oh, it's still going. Hey, maybe, oh my God. What if, what if the Porg is the new uh, technologically advanced Chucky doll? <laughs> We're the kids, and this is the movie. 
and the fireworks are going off. We're all going to die. Well, there it is, folks. That was your 4th of July fuck budget. I hope these fireworks aren't it's fucking... It's the grand finale. I'm missing it for all of you. It's well, give it. us your own grand finale. God damn it. Guys, I love this podcast. We did 106 episodes, so good go. job. Jake, will you clap? What? Just do a quick clap. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a little clap? Inside joke. So yeah. listen... Thank you guys for fuck budgeting. Um, couple little news and notes, and then we're going to sign off. We've got some announcements coming up. Not going to make them yet, but stay tuned to YHS uh, social media for, for mm-hmm. some of the things that we have coming up. And uh, we got some fun stuff planned. And, we got our um, own petitions. We're going to have a petition <laughs> to remake. Yeah. To redo all 105 episodes. To recast the three of us. Yes. <laughs> I just walk in one day. I'm like, why is Jake Gyllenhaal... Gary Busey and Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. Whoa, I get to be Scarlett Johansson. God, no, I do. You're Ever getting Gary Busey on the show? Uh, I, if he can figure out how to use a phone. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> without eating it. Yeah. Hey, I ate it. It was good. I ate the phone. Okay, cool. Too. Oh, um, his crazy eyes coming through the, the through the monitor. Listen, uh. We do have some fun stuff coming up, including Dragon Con and PKE, sir. So we're going to be talking about that in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but Fuck really, all I got to say is happy 4th of July. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Don't put any burning that. embers in the trash can. Although it's too late at this point if you did that because this is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. It's already over. Happy 5th of July. <laughs> uh, Jake, mm-hmm. anything else before we sign off? Uh, um, just watch Jaws. All right. Go yeah, watch Just Jaws. watch it. Just watch yeah. it. For Abigail Gardner. It's pretty neat. Jacob Walsh. My name is Craig Goldberg. You can find Yes Have Some on social media at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Yes Have Cast. Yes Have Some Cast. Yeah. Don't go to Yes Have Cast. That's a medical website. Uh, it's a cast. <laughs> it's like an overseas cast ordering. <laughs> yes. from another that's, country. A, that's a fan site yes, for um, <laughs> Eddie from uh, It. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Lovers and Losers. It probably exists. Next week it's we're going to talk about it and all the new casting <laughs> and all the filming. Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast and also the official Facebook group for Yes Have Some. Yes Have Some Group Therapy. Abby explained how to get that I earlier. did such a good job of explaining that for all of It's a good thing you don't run MacQuest. No. But I'll be like, You just, you know, where you, you look for the varsity and then you turn <laughs> left. Uh... And of course, you can always find us on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you use. Make sure when you mm-hmm. find us, you're downloading, you're subscribing. And if you feel like you like what you hear, leave a review because we like to know what y'all think about us. And it's free. It's free to leave a review. Yeah. It doesn't cost, it doesn't cost you. you a thing. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's all we have. I got pretty passionate about Child's Play this week. I think I need a drink. I hear more fireworks. Yeah, I can't go alcohol drink. fireworks. I need a drink like a, a Chucky drink. Okay. Yeah. Like a chocolate milk? Yeah, like a chocolate milk. Okay. That's what I want. Dairy Easy. free. Okay. A vegan dairy free chocolate Thanks. milk. For me for and Chucky to share before bed. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Oh! Uh-huh. I'm going to start a petition uh-huh. to remake the Child's Play remake that hasn't been made yet. <laughs> That's okay. what I'm going to do. Stay tuned. That's the big announcement, guys. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.